My name is Valerie Payne, and this is the podcast Finding Unity. I started this podcast because of a personal experience that helped me to see the need for unity in our society right now. I hope that you will come along with me on my quest to find unity as we seek understanding, connection, healing, and love. Thank you so much for joining for another episode of Finding Unity. Today we're going to talk about how to find unity through our life stories and the power of our narrative. And here to talk with me about this is my good friend Will Edgel from Elix Life Services. So Will, thank you so much for being on today. Happy to be here, Valerie. Um, I'm so excited to hear a little bit about your perspective on the power of our stories. But first of all, Will, do you mind just explaining a little bit about your services to give our listeners a little bit of background? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, My business, Elix Life Services, I started it back in August 2018. And it actually started out being called Elix Life Stories. The life stories piece of my business is the foundation. And I've expanded since then. Um, About a year ago, I expanded to other services. But the foundation of my business is people's life narrative. And so I began with that idea to help people look at their past and make sense of their past, look at their life story and and what it means to them, because everyone's had a variety of different experiences. Some of them maybe seem super random, um, but I love helping people look through their life from a personal development perspective, or it could be They want to create a book to share with family members. I also do video interviews. Um, So this was the foundation of my business and really set the stage up well for what I um, now have in my business. So I have life stories that deals with the past and I have breaking free that helps people move past the things that are holding them back. And then I have life vision, which is a program all about the future, helping people create a master plan for their life, and then giving them the tools that they need to get there. And so those are my core services, my core programs, helping people look at their life narrative, past, present, and future. Um, But I really love kind of the beginning of my uh, business adventure, looking at people's past and their story and what makes uh, someone who they are. And so that's where it all began. And It's exciting uh, now to have those three programs. I also um, have other services. I have a massage therapy service, um, which is around um, helping people with their physical health, obviously. Um, And as people look at their future, because I help people make a a future plan for their life, um, I want to provide additional services that support them in that. So with physical health, I'll have massage and then I'll have some other things that deal with um, physical fitness and nutrition um, that'll be coming up in the future. And then I want to also address other elements of health and wellness. And so I'm really excited about the future. But to answer your question, that's a little bit about my business, um, where it's at right now. Yeah, I love it because it's all really healing centered. And I feel like just with this podcast being a Finding Unity podcast, some might be wondering, well, what does healing have to do with unity? But the truth is like we can't really help others until we help ourselves and find unity within ourselves. 
And so I love, I love that all of these services that you have. And I wanted to kind of ask how you got interested initially in the life story aspect, like what sparked your interest in that? Yeah, great question. So um, I, at at the age of about uh, 20, I really started thinking about my life in kind of a deeper way. And I really felt like I needed to keep a better record of my own personal experiences. Um, I, at that point, up to that point, I had had some pretty profound experiences in my life that really shaped who I am today and who I was at, at 20. And I felt a real need to you know, and out of respect for myself and out of these experiences that I believe God has given me that I needed to preserve that. And so I went through my life year by year. I went through all my journals and my parents' journals, um, you know, about when I was a baby and, and I, um, made a, a, a little book, um, about my life. And that really inspired me to, to not only stop with my own story, but also to, look at my family members' stories and learn about their lives and, and find ways of, of creating um, a way of preserving that. So whether it's a book or videos, um, I got really interested in that. What I found from doing it on my own life, doing the life stories on my own life, is I, I discovered kind of this new sense of value and worth, as you know, personal worth, from looking at my life in that way. And just the fact that I took the time to care enough about my life to preserve it, it, it just made me feel special. Uh, it really did. And um, I think everyone is special. I think everyone has a, such a profound story to share with the world. Um, I want other people to experience that. And, you know, I work with a lot of people who maybe, you know, don't feel they have that great of a story or that many important things happen in their life. But I'm always amazed at at people's and it can be a very simple life, but how how amazing everyone truly is. And that's what I discovered about myself. I I, I found that when I looked at my life, amazing things had happened to me uh, because I believe I'm an amazing person. And I also believe that everyone is amazing and, and has so many rich experiences that are worth being told and worth being shared. Wow. Yeah, I love that. And I think, I mean, you kind of answered this question a little bit in your answer, but what about or what has the process been like helping people tell their story and not just tell their story, but reframe their experiences. Yeah. So I always, always, always find that, that people, as they, as they think about the past and as they truly go through all these experiences that have shaped them to who they are, it's like they light up inside and they're like, wow, like my life does have meaning and I do have something to share. Uh, because I believe, you know, what what lights us up as humans is is being able to contribute in a positive way to the world and to others, and being able to find 
how that shows up in your life and the, the different lessons you've learned, I think really just does something for, for people's souls and, and they get to share that. And I love giving people that opportunity to do that. Yeah, that's awesome. I know that you had the opportunity to interview your grandma before you started your services. How was that experience for you? And um, especially in starting the services of, of Life Stories. So telling my grandma's story really is where it all began because at the time I was really figuring out what the next phase in my life would be. I was working in LA at a tech company and I had in my in the back of my mind that I love telling people stories and I knew I wanted to um, continue to help people in my future career and start a business that those were all ideas and and things that I wanted to do and then I had this idea of why not like start as your foundation of your business telling people's stories and we had at the same time I was talking to my family and we had been planning a trip to go to Puerto Rico where my mom is from and and my grandma lives and still a lot of my family are out there and I thought, okay, well, this will be like the perfect opportunity to, to see if I can put together a system that, that works well and I can capture my grandma's story in a meaningful way because we would only be there for about a week to do this. And so I went out to Puerto Rico and I went through the process with my grandma. And I should also say that I don't, I don't really speak Spanish, maybe just a little bit, and she doesn't really speak English. So my mom did a lot of the translating, and I will say from someone who really hasn't spent a whole lot of time with, with my grandma, because she's lived in Puerto Rico and she speaks a different language, there was such a powerful bond just with the fact that I cared enough about her life that I wanted to preserve it. And so she felt super loved. And now I'm like her favorite. And she always mentions that <laughs> to my mom. She's like, how's my Willie doing? She, she just loves, she just loves me for, for caring about that. But more than that is we were able to gather these stories that just wouldn't have been pulled out if we didn't take the time. And it, I don't have a very complicated process, but there's just certain questions and there's a certain flow of information that I think is important to gather to help people want to share and, and help people really just unveil their who they are and what their life is. And we were able to do that with my with my grandma and it was beautiful and and definitely a treasure that I'm so glad I have. And she's still alive, um, but um, but it's just a huge relief that we don't have to worry about getting that before she passes because we've done the work already. I think you hit on something really interesting when you were sharing that story, which I, I thought was really beautiful and just really interesting. But um, you talked about how your grandma was so grateful for you taking the time to hear her story. And I think there's a lot of power in listening and um, taking the time as we listen to our relatives, our loved ones, and hearing their story 
or making an effort to preserve their story, how meaningful that can be to our loved ones to know that we want to know about their lives. Yeah, exactly. And I think that, you know, obviously that applies to family, but that applies to everyone, right? Yeah. Like everyone wants to be understood. They want their story to to be heard. They they want to be heard. And I think if we can just allow people opportunities to to fully understand um, each other, then then we are going to create these bonds and relationships and this magical love that now I have with my grandma. And it's it's really funny because like we haven't really communicated that much with each other, but because of this experience, it's bonded us in a way that that I don't know if you could have in in any other way. Yeah. And and I will say just with what we're facing right now with physical isolation and COVID-19, I know a lot of people I've spoken with have have really struggled because they're like, how can I serve? Like service is what has edified me. Service is what has given me like worth. What can I do? So I think there's so much power in taking the time to listen or the desire to listen to one another, to our loved ones, kind of like what you were saying and building that connection. Absolutely. So yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, and I wanted to ask, because I know a part of your services, you pull out mantras like um, with your clients um, mm-hmm. from their life. And so I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about the, the benefit to finding meaningful mantras from our life and why that's important. Yes. So really what I help clients do through this whole process is to, to capture what are the things that make up who they are. And it's always interesting to see how, you know, these experiences um, can, that they have can teach them so much about who they are, whether it's, you know, uh, learning how to, to be a hard worker or learning how to deal with, you know, unfortunate circumstances or learning how to, you know, thrive and become their best self. Whatever life throws at us, people find these, these themes that, that start showing up over and over again. And once I see some of these themes emerge out of a person's story, I can start um, recognizing the patterns with them. And these patterns are what I call central narratives. And what you're talking about when talking about affirmations about your life, these central narratives can really help ground us in who we are and who we want to be. Because, you know, there may be a lot of attributes that we want to have, a lot of aspirations that we want for ourselves. But what's really nice is we probably have some very positive qualities that we've already shown somewhere in our life. And as as we look at our lives and pull out some of those qualities, we can build upon them and we can stay grounded in them. So what I like to have people do, and I'd encourage you know your listeners to to try this, is to to look at their life and see what positive qualities they can pull out from the experiences they've had. And chances are they probably want to continue to to have those qualities. And so creating a simple phrase, uh, for example, I have one that's um, "I aim high, take risks, and dare greatly." And that's something that I've shown t- 
time and time again. Um, I can point to specific events that that have you know um, shown that, and. I love saying that. I say these affirmations every morning to myself, and it just helps me ground myself in who I have been, who I want to be, um, and who I have a, the potential of becoming more of in the future. So finding these affirmations, finding these themes that root us in who we are and who we've been can be super helpful in shaping how we approach our day-to-day lives and moving on into the future. Yeah, I love that. And I think it's easy sometimes if we're in a negative mindset to look at negative themes in our life and and um, use thinking errors of always, like this always happens to me or this is always a theme. And I love what you're saying here because you're really reframing that and looking at what was the lesson learned from that experience and what is the thing that has continuously helped you to overcome that. Exactly. And what what, what is very common is some of the most impactful experiences people have can be around a very negative event, such as a parent's divorce or, or a natural disaster. Maybe, you know, maybe what we're experiencing right now with this uh, pandemic might make it into someone's like most, you know, one of their most impactful moments because it's, it's just shaped their life. Maybe it's taught you a lesson and maybe it can teach you a lesson that is a huge pivot point for you moving forward. I, I hope to be able to like make the most out of whatever experiences like comes at me, whether it's positive or negative, and use that, leverage that for something good. And so we all have the opportunity to do that. And I think it's important not to shy away from, from these negative experiences when looking at your life to see if there is some some gold in them that can be shared and can be valuable a valuable contribution to your life story. Yeah, I love that because I feel like this episode we're really talking about like the power of our narrative. And by you saying that specifically, you're really addressing the that there is power there. There is gold there. And that when we take mm-hmm. that and when we focus on those golden moments, that, that that can ultimately help us to find unity within ourselves, but also help us to connect with our loved ones. Absolutely. And just along that line, I, I love, you know, the, the whole uh, theme of your podcast. And I think it's such a, an important message and, and so valuable to, to unify with each other. Um, and certainly our, our stories can help people do that. But then, like you were saying, um, and just a very powerful connection to our life stories is we have these maybe very seemingly random events in our life, but if we can see that common thread, I mean, we are the common thread, we're in those stories, but then as we see kind of how our life connects with each other, how, you know, connecting the dots in our life, it can be really a, um, a gratifying experience to see the, the, the wholeness within ourselves and within our stories, see that we are complete because of this, these random experiences, we become more whole as we go through these life events. Yeah, I love that. And I feel like you've already answered it just by your comment. But have you seen um, or how have you seen life stories help people find healing and unity within themselves? Is there anything else you wanted to add? Because I I do feel like you just answered that question, but just want to give you an opportunity if there's anything else you want to add. Yeah, I think, you know, the past 
can mean a lot of different things for a lot of different people. Um, sometimes looking at the past is really, really difficult for people. Um, you know, and others, it's it's such you know they wish they were in the past. <laughs> They'd rather be in the past than than um, in the present. And I think I think it's important to have a good relationship with the past to um, step into our our full potential and to have wholeness in our lives. And so, whatever that may look at, maybe it's maybe it's reframing an experience or a year or a decade in a way that that is helpful for you that serves you and for those who maybe love the past maybe it's letting the past go a little bit and ready to take on the next chapter of your life and ready to you know write out what what what's to come because our life story isn't over and so i definitely think that Looking at your life and, and being at peace with the past and also letting the past be so that you can put your energy into the present moment and into the future um, is so critical for our overall well-being and personal development. I completely agree. Thanks for sharing that. So, Will, what are some helpful tools for our listeners? I'm just talking about narrative, empowering your story. What are some helpful tools for people who may feel overwhelmed with like, how do I start? What do I do? The idea of a, a, like a life book or a life story feels really overwhelming. Um, what's What are some good tools for them? Yeah, so I really think that, um, you know, for a lot of people, this can be an overwhelming topic to, to uh, confront and to approach your life story. And, and I get that. And I also get like, you know, yeah, for some people, um, they don't have um, maybe the money um, to, to do something like this or the time. So there can be a lot of barriers. Um, I will say that um, the whole process that I've come up with is, is very affordable and doesn't take a lot of time. But if that is still an issue, and, and certainly I don't want people to um, just be limited by coming to me. So um, basically what I would recommend for someone who wants to do it, um, maybe just on their own, is to think about their life from the bird's eye view. And what I like to walk clients through is creating a timeline for, for their experiences. And so they can simply jot down uh, what are the key moments that define their life experience? What are the moments that um, stand out to to an individual? And so I find that so fascinating because what some people might think as, you know, like, oh, this big thing happened, it may not actually make it onto their timeline as, as a significant moment. So it's very very um, unique to that individual, what they find to be a significant moment in their life. And so jotting down those moments from birth to present, and then starting there, start with the events that are the most significant. I think what happens for a lot of people is they try and start 
in chronological order. They start from birth <laughs> and they don't know anything about their birth. You know, they have to go to other sources and, you know, their memory is has faded, obviously, from those early childhood uh, moments. And so they're going to run into a lot more barriers starting in that way. So I would say start with the most meaningful moments of your life and write about it, capture that, and then just build from there and try and get as many experiences and stories that have shaped you into whatever whatever form you want to preserve it. It could be a simple audio recording. It could be in written form or video. It's so easy nowadays with our smartphones to do that. So I would really encourage people to, to just get started in that way. I love that. I think that's great advice. Just kind of think of those meaningful um, moments. And that's a great way to start without feeling completely overwhelmed. So, Will, how have you um, personally been able to find greater unity within yourself and with others through these services that you provide? So one of the things that I noticed in starting this business and this venture in my life um, is it took a lot of uh, vulnerability uh, for myself to to step into something like this. I think for anyone to, you know, create a business or to just follow their dream, whatever it may be, there's an extreme amount of vulnerability, especially when you broadcast it to others and share your goals and, and vision with others. What has been so profound for me to find kind of separate from the actual services I do, because I love that. I love hearing people's stories and I definitely feel more unified and and feel connected to these people when I do um, this service and provide that service for them. But on a kind of a separate uh, perspective, I've found so much support from people who, who want to help me succeed in my business, whether it's um, people asking about how my business is, is going or, you know, people kind of reaching out to others and, and sharing, um, the services that I do with others. Um, I, I've really found through this whole process of starting this business, um, a deeper connection to, um, you know, people who have put themselves out there and tried something, whether they've been, you know, in their mind successful or not, um, we can relate now with with that experience, and it's really caused me to to not only um, appreciate that experience in other people, but now I feel like they can um, also relate with me and and what I'm trying to do, and so it's a neat it's a neat thing that we can experience. Um, in life where we can relate with others. And even if it's completely in a different way, um, there's always common threads. Uh, One of the things I loved about California, um, I lived there for a few years and I know you're from there, Valerie. So it's a wonderful place. (laughs) You're going to love this. And I do love, um, I love many places, but what I noticed while I was in California is it's full of dreamers. Um, and what I mean by that is people who I feel like just have hope in a bright future and have this dream 
for their for their future and a lot of people risk so much for that and i love that feeling i love that energy that that i met uh, from so many people that they just left left it all for their dream to go to california and i can relate with that and i feel like um i feel like i have a bond now with people that have done similar things um, like that where they've made huge risks in their life for a dream and a hope and so i'm still living that hope and i love all the the people that are trying to to do that in their own life and in their own way and i can definitely relate with that experience. I love what you shared just about finding unity through the process and how as you've kind of lived your own story and recorded your own story, you have felt more of a connection with people who you found these shared interests with. So I love that because just talking about the power of narrative and the power of your story, it's like you can see how much for you personally with with doing this and pursuing this, it's helped you to feel more connected to others and more unified to others. So um, one thing I like to ask everyone on the show, Will, is what does unity mean to you? So what does unity mean to you? Unity to me means trying to understand one another with compassion and seeing the humanity in others. Because I feel like we can be so different, but there are common threads within humanity that we can find if we are just open to understanding one another. I love that. Thank you. Um, Well, if people are looking for more information on if they want to move forward and, and start a life story with you or other information, where should they look to find that? Yeah, so you can go to www.elix, E-L-I-X, lifeservices.com. That's my website. You can, um, you know, uh, contact me through there or you can schedule an appointment. Um, That would probably be the best and easiest way. Um, So all my contact information is on that website. So you can go there. Great. Thanks so much, Will. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Thanks for being on. Appreciate it. Until next time. Bye. I want to thank Will again for talking to us about the importance of preserving our life story. You know, I I titled this episode The Power and Purpose of Your Story because our our story is powerful. We are the author of our own narrative and we might not have control of everything that happens in life, but we have the power to decide what we are going to do with what happens to us. We're not perfect, but we have the power to see our strength in overcoming adversity and the power to maintain those resilient characteristics. When we write our story to preserve it for others, we can connect with others and allow others to connect with us eternally. I would really love to hear your thoughts on this episode and how it helped you to find unity. Um, If you enjoyed this episode, please um, give it five stars on Apple Podcast and like and share it on whatever platform you're listening to. Remember that it's okay to disagree. Unity comes when we can agree to disagree while still maintaining a love for one another. For more on unity, follow us on Instagram at finding.unity or on Twitter at finding underscore unity.